Let's talk some NFL, though. We're only 49 days away, and to do it right now, we welcome on one of the best, in my opinion, Nate Davis. Find him on Twitter, at ByNateDavis, NFL writer with USA Today. Nate, thanks so much for giving us some time, man. How have you been? Uh, you, know, you know, back back to the grindstone. I'm going to miss the last couple months on a fairly quiet NFL offseason, but, you know, good good to have the ball back. Nate, I know PJ really wants to ask you about the Jets, but they're my Jets, so I'm going to steal this question away. And I want to know your thoughts heading into the season. Aaron Rodgers coming off a down year, but you have to remember also he had a broken thumb. He doesn't trust rookies. He was throwing to Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and the corpse of Sammy Watkins for half of the season. What are your thoughts on the Jets, especially on the offensive side of the ball heading into the season? Yeah, I mean, I think I think every reason to be bullish. I'm going to have my, my record projections, I think, uh, out next week. But, I mean, we're talking about a team that was – you know, in, in the thick of the wild card race, uh, kind of kind of late November last year, and, and basically, uh, you know, playing with one hand tied behind its back for the entire season. So, uh, you you would think that that seven wins will will go up as a direct you know correlation to Aaron Rodgers' arrival. You know, a defense that was a top five defense again, despite not getting much help from the offense, um, should should be better w- with him there. And I think even if he's just kind of an eighty percent Aaron Rodgers of what we've become accustomed to. Um, this ought to become a playoff team, but but like you said, I mean, he had the injury last year. Um, you know, he's, he's back with, with with Nathaniel Hackett, and obviously, you know, they they melded very well for two of his MVP seasons lately. And then he knows, you know, Lazard and Randall Cobb, and obviously, he's already expressed how much admiration he has for Garrett Wilson and, and thinks he could kind of be the next iteration of Devontae Adams. So it, it, you know, it's also July and it's all it's all you know, right, rainbows and, and roses right now. But I think it, there's every reason for Jets fans who haven't been in the playoffs in, in 12 years to be optimistic. Nate, how do you see that division playing out? Do you still like Buffalo or uh, do you like the Jets or do you like the Dolphins? I, I like all three of those teams. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a good good three-way battle. I mean, I, I think, you know, I think, I think we're, we're looking at the first Patriots last place finish since uh, Bill Belichick's first year there uh, in 2000. But, I mean, I think it's going to be a good a good three-way dogfight between those teams. Um, and and I, I do kind of – I think I would give Buffalo the edge, though. Uh, you know, I think – I really think the DeMar Hamlin situation took the wind out of their sails, understandably, at the end of last year. But, you know, also, uh, you know, they, they really struggled defensively after Von Miller tore his ACL, I believe it was on Thanksgiving last year. Um, so you, you're, getting, you're getting Von Miller back. You know, one of the less, less uh, I think, under-the-radar moves is they got Leonard Floyd. Um, so that adds to the pass rush. You know, I think I think they're really expecting a lot out of Dalton Kincaid, their, their first-round pick. Um and, and get Damian Harris out of the backfield. So, to me, to me, the only thing is if this, this Stephon Diggs situation becomes uh, a bigger issue than, than the Bills want you to think it is right now. Uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But um, I, I think, I think if, if everything is okay with that, I think this is a team that I mean, we all thought the Bills were, were a Super Bowl favorite going into last season, and, and they, they played that way for about two thirds of the year. Um, I think they've got something to prove, uh, and I think they probably ought to stay on top of the AFC. Uh, Nate, the Lions are actually the favorites right now in the NFC North. Who do you like in the NFC North? I feel like the Bears might be a year away, but I like Justin Fields. I think the you know the DJ pickup, DJ Moore is a big pickup, obviously. You know, Green Bay, they move over to Jordan Love now after almost two decades of Aaron Rodgers. You have the Vikings who won it last year, but that's a pretty bad defense. Who do you like in the NFC North going into the 2023 season? Yeah, it doesn't make for great radio, but I do I do like the Lions. You know, yeah. I think I think have a I, I think they're their first place, and I think those other three teams are, are pretty pretty well clustered. Um, you know, and I know Minnesota won 13 games last year, but you know they they managed to get outscored in the season, and it was a lot of nip and tuck wins, and a lot of getting blown out. And we we saw them lose 
on their home field to the Giants in the playoffs, and then you, you lose Adam Thielen, you lose Dalvin Cook, uh, and like you said, the defense certainly leaves something to be desired. So uh, I think I think the real battle there is who's who's in second place. Uh, you, you mentioned the Bears. I do think that they're going to be uh, a lot better. Like you said, probably a year away from from a playoff berth, but I think I think they're legitimate. They've got a legitimate shot to to finish second. Uh, but but I do I do like Detroit. I think I think that this is the year. You know, fi- finally they'll get their first playoff game uh, there at Ford Field. Nate, we had five teams this year hire a new coach. The Cardinals with Jonathan Gannon. You had the Panthers hire Frank Reich. Broncos, Sean Payton. Texans, D'Amico Ryans. And then the Colts with Shane Steichen. Of those teams, which one are you most intrigued by heading into this season? I would say Denver. Uh, I mean, I think Sean Payton is one of the one or two best play callers uh, in the league. He's obviously come in and, and tried to reset the culture there right away from, from where it went last year, um, both with Daniel Hackett and, and kind of with Russell Wilson doing his own thing to some degree. Um, but I, I just think he's a fantastic coach. And you know, I, th- I think that a lot will get fixed on offense. Um, and I think also, you know, the Broncos lost a bunch of one-score games last year. I want to say it was like eight, eight, eight or nine. But, I mean, they, they were in a lot of games. Uh, including against teams like like the Chiefs uh, that, that were right right at the top of the league, so I, I think that, I think that they're going to get turned around there pretty quick. You know, even, even if Russell Wilson um, is just average, so I'm, I'm definitely looking at them. Um, and also, I would say keep an eye, you know, on the Panthers. I mean, I think part of that is obviously that division is, is pretty, you know, four pretty highly packed teams. I mean, it may, it may be a lot of mediocrity, but um, I think I think if you know think that they get a couple breaks uh, here and there, Bryce Young. Uh, can kind of avoid, you know, some early struggles there. I mean, I think they could be a surprise pick to, to maybe to maybe make the playoffs as, as an NFC South champion, even if they only win eight or nine games. Talking with Nate Davis right now, BetMGM tonight, NFL writer, USA Today. Check out his latest piece. Really good stuff right there. And uh, we're 49 days away from the NFL season, and Saquon Barkley still hasn't reported. And obviously, you know, he's like 65% of that offense. You look at the guys behind him, Matt Breida, Eric Gray, Gary Brightwell. I don't love the receivers. Any chance that Saquon actually sits this season or even the first couple weeks of the season, or do you think they figure out something here in the next couple days? Well, I mean, as as Saquon said, you know, there's always that chance, but I don't really think that that's what he wants to do. Um, You know, I mean, I think the only thing that – the only only recourse they have at this point is if the Giants decide to add a little extra money to his franchise tag. But – that, that isn't something that typically happens. I mean, maybe that might, might smooth things over a bit, and you would think it would be maybe a, a gesture that would help. Uh, but they, they can't afford to not have him. And I'm, frankly, I'm not sure how great a football team they are, even even with him. But uh, I, I think it's in his best interest to play. You, you know, certainly you know, sitting out a year is not going to help your your value uh, to get the money you want a year from now. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it could. I mean, Le'Veon Bell sat, sat out that year in Pittsburgh and got paid. By the Jets, of course, he was never, never the same player after that. But I, I think Saquon, you know, probably misses a good chunk, if not all, of camp. But I think, I think he'll be there uh, in time to play, um, and then we'll, we'll see what happens next year. But, but I expect, I expect he'll show up. It's probably Josh Jacobs too. But uh, unfortunate situation for the guys playing that position. Uh, Nate, the Chiefs are actually the only team in the NFL this year, as of right now at least, a lot could change with injuries, to be favored in all 17 games this season. We already talked about the Broncos. What are your thoughts on the Chargers heading into the season? You know, Kellen Moore comes in. You figure he's going to allow Justin Herbert to push the ball down the field. They draft Quinton Johnson out of TCU. I'm pretty high on them. People keep laughing at me. Uh, They have so much talent. What do you think about the Chargers going into this year? Yeah, I want to be high on them. I've been high on them, you know, plenty of times, but it always seems like the Chargers find a way to be average at best. Uh, certainly they've, they've always got 
some of the worst luck in the week, league. That's not the most scientific analysis, but it always seems, you know, with Joey Bosa, Derwin James, uh, you know, just going back years, it always seems like, like they're snake bit. Uh, I, I am concerned that they haven't played very good defense in two years under Brandon Staley, who, you know, has the great defensive teams, uh, you know, or with, with the Rams. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder how much of that's Brandon Staley, how much of that was Aaron Donald, but. Yeah. I think they're going to be a team that's in a lot of shootouts. I mean, you mentioned Kellen Moore. Uh, you know, he's going to want to throw the ball. I, I think there's a great shot that Justin Herbert has an awesome season. I mean, he, he, he he's probably my leading candidate for kind of a 5,000-yard, 50-touchdown kind of thing. But I also think that, they're, that they they might be in a lot of 38, 35 games and maybe on, on the losing end of, of more of them than not. You know, like, like I said, I think Denver's going to be better this year. Uh, and that usually means that comes at the expense of somebody else. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at the Chargers as, as three or four in that division. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a wild card team again. I just, I just tend to think, based on what I've seen, uh, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of hope that they're going to do a lot of damage if they do get this far as the playoffs. Nate, Ryan and I have been going back and forth on this show about the Panthers and the Falcons in the NFC South. Of Love who, Atlanta, Nate. Of who's going to win more games this season. So, what say you, Nate? Falcons or Panthers? Who do you think wins more games this season? And do you like either to maybe make the playoffs this year? I like Atlanta a little more. I mean, I, I really admire what Arthur Smith is able to get out of his roster. You know, the, the last couple of years, I mean, it hasn't been great. Um, but but I think he's, he's one of the more underrated coaches in the league. Uh, obviously, the wild card here is, is Desmond Ritter, but I mean, you know they're going to run the ball effectively. Um, you would think the defense is going to be better. You know, I, I don't know that you know there's a huge bar for being for Desmond Ritter to be better than what Marcus Mariota provided him last year. Uh, you know, obviously they'll get Kyle Pitts back, uh, and we're all excited to see what Bijan Robinson is going to do. So, eminently winnable division. Um, you know, you can make a case I think for just about anybody to win it. Um, I'm a little down on Tampa for obvious reasons, but I, I like Atlanta, and I think that they're a team that they could get to eight or nine or, or ten wins, and I could see them as, as the NFC South champ or, or maybe a wild card. What about the AFC South? Because, you know, now Tennessee, they go out, they get DeAndre Hopkins. They play a pretty easy schedule. They lost a lot of one-score games. I think they were five and six in one-score games. But Jacksonville looks like the team, you know, that's on the come-up. And then, you know, the Colts are in a little bit of a rebuild. Texans, same thing. Who do you like in the AFC South? It's a bad division. But, I mean, Tennessee just never goes away, and Vrabel's a great coach. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on that. Uh, I think people kind of forget. I believe they were they were seven and three at one point last year. Um and then, like you said, lost some post games. Ryan Tannehill gets hurt. Uh, you, you know, they, they did clearly screw up with, with the A.J. Brown deal, and they never really recovered from that. So we'll see how much DeAndre Hopkins uh, can, can uh, fix that. Uh, the one thing you have to wonder, and I agree that Mike Grable's a great coach, and I think they're only going to lose so many games with, with a guy like him on the sideline. Um, but they've just kind of been towing this, are we a contender or are we going to rebuild kind of team? And I think they've been trying to do it on the fly, you know, and you've got Tannehill going into the last year of his contract. You've got Derrick Henry going into the last year of his contract. Uh, you, this is a team you, you can see that if it's not going well um, by the Halloween trade deadline, that Derrick Henry might be the kind of guy that you might offer up in the trade um, to get that rebuild kind of kick-started uh, in, in 2024. I mean, we'll see how that plays out. But I, I think if everybody's there, I mean, I think they're probably, they probably they could win eight or nine games. I mean, like you said, I mean, they're, they're, they, they get two trips to, to their own division and they get um, they've got the NFC South in their schedule too, so I, I don't think they're playing the, the toughest lineup. Um, we'll see if Hopkins can kind of fix fix the receiver issue. Uh, and I think people just forget. That, I mean, we're you know 2021. They were the number one seed in the AFC, so there are definitely some good players here. 
I do think Jacksonville is probably you know the the, the favorite there, and, and I think they'll they'll win the division. But uh, I think I, don't don't sleep on the Titans. I mean, I mean the other I, I don't I don't think they're probably good enough to get into the playoffs either, just based on the overall strength of the AFC. But I think if the Titans were in the NFC South, I'd probably consider them the favorites. Nate, got about two minutes left. How do you see the AFC North playing out? Bengals still the team for you to beat in that division, or do you like uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or Cleveland? I like them all. It's a cop-out answer, but I, th- I think it's the best division top to bottom uh, in the league. Uh, I-, I think you could see all four of these teams having having winning records. Uh, you know, again, if, it, if the AFC weren't so loaded, you know, it might, it might be even more impressive. But, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers won nine games last year with a rookie quarterback. Uh, and T.J. Watt out half the year. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson basically got an extended preseason and, and now should be much more comfortable in that office in Cleveland. The defense is better there as well. And then we all know what, what kind of a, a brand that the, the Ravens uh, and, and the Bengals are. I mean, I think the biggest question is just kind of what kind of offense are we going to see in Baltimore and, and how well does, it, does uh, Lamar Jackson um, mesh with, with Todd Munkin after the big change there. But I, I like Cincinnati, but, but I really like everybody in this division. I think it's very easy to make a case for any of them to make the playoffs. Nate, thanks so much, man. Great stuff. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. Nate Davis. Give him a follow on Twitter by Nate Davis. Great work great over stuff. at USA Today. Just put out his stuff. new piece. The NFL season, 50 days away, now 49 days away, but uh, he's got 50 things to look forward to until the kickoff. 